0: Girl, what's going on? Welcome to the Dare Show podcast. Okay, it's so funny because when I, I do a little test, <clears throat> excuse me, I do a little test before I go go live <laughs> before I record, and it's like Anchor has like this entire like extra sounds and stuff that. I don't know where it comes from. But anyways, this is the day show podcast where I talk about music, pop culture. i want to dare you to think and see things through a different point of view, which is my point of view. So anyways, let's talk about the Grammys. The Grammys are postponed indefinitely. I don't know why. Here, here's what you need to do, Grammys. Well, I do know why. I'm aware of the American, um variant. That is going around. Like I said last week, I don't know if it's good or if it's. I thought variants like. <laughs> okay, side note. How much stronger can a variant get? How more how m- more contagious can a variant get? But anyways, uh, enough about the variants. Because of the variant, I think everywhere the the cases are rising of the corvid as my mother calls it so the grammys are postponed um la you know lots of people there even here i don't know there, i know one walmart where i walmart, walmart one walmart where i live they are the good walmart so i live next to a walmart but the good walmart i'm learning the good walmart is like 10 15 minutes away and on that one they're cleaning they're shutting the store down and cleaning it i think that's the one I think yeah I think I think that's the one but they're shutting it down and cleaning it for a couple of days I'm like oh okay and then the Walmart near me where I live near um they had like one of the doors one side closed off and I'm like oh is something wrong or is this like COVID related because remember when um going back into time a little bit when the pandemic first started Stores will only have one entrance, and <laughs> that was ridiculous. And the thing is, you know, I'm not like, never mind. Okay, so the garbage postponed, but I'm like, are you gonna postpone the Super Bowl? <laughs> because a large amount a large crowd of people is a large crowd of people, whether you know it's in L.A. or it's in you know Indianapolis. What the hell was that? Look, I think I need to move. I'm recording it in later at night, right? And some niggas. Have like moved in and that's so fucking loud, but they're like down the hall, down the down a ways. And I'm like, why do I hear y'all walking and stomping and yell? It's 12 o'clock at night, anyways. I don't know what I really don't know what that sound was, uh, but anyways, um, the Grammys they're postponed. I'm like, Grammys, here's what you do have little to no audience, have little to no like. Um, dancers have performers go to the um, I forget the name of that bowl place, but it's a bowl. It's called something Bowl in Los Angeles. I think it's like an open field. It's outside. The weather is still probably nice over there. I'm sure, or, or ish. Do what you did last year. Um, do do some tape performances that aren't so bad. Remember the BET Awards? 2020, the BET Awards? That was a really good show. I'm pulling my hair out. That was a really good show. Maybe have some tape performances, but have some acoustic performances. I don't know. I feel like there still should be a way to have the Grammys without not having the Grammys, right? What do you guys think? What did I write? I said, yeah... Have, like, no dancers, an open field, that bowl venue. Like, if the Super Bowl is still going to go on, which I'm kind of confused about the Super Bowl halftime show because there's, like, five performers. And then there's, like, Mary J, Dr. Dre, who's not an artist. Dr. Dre's a producer. Snoop Dogg, Eminem. I think there's another person, but I'm forgetting. But I'm like, how is this going to happen? Because I was watching some... um past super bowl performances that i've never seen before michael jackson's super bowl performance was a whole lot of nothing it was just like a whole lot of like the sound maybe it was like my tv or something the sound was off not off but like the sound was off um he was like going around strutting around all the time he wasn't. It wasn't that entertaining. Like, and when the when he he comes up on stage, and he stands there for like uh, two minutes, and people are barely clapping. They're really not that interested. As I at least like, that's what it sounded like. People weren't that interested. Michael Jackson's was trash. Madonna was lip-synced. Madonna. I'm surprised. Uh, Madonna has 38 top 10 singles. 38. And I went and counted them all. She has a lot of top 10s. Madonna, I think I'm not giving Madonna the dues that she actually deserves. As this, like, a slightly untalented white woman, Madonna has talented her way onto the Billboard charts 38 top 10 times. And all respect to that. Madonna's... She did like three or four songs, I think. She did music. Music took, took up over half of her performance. Music? That's the jam right there, though. They still people. Come on. Come on. That's the motherfucking jam. Okay. Let me calm down. <laughs> music... Took up over half of the performance. She only did like three songs, and then she did a new song, which took up another half, more than half, with the um, it's uh, not "Turn of The Radio." It's "Love, Give Me All Your Loving" with M.I.A. and Nicki Sticky Minaj. So Madonna, I thought she would get, she would do a little bit more of her songs, but it would be in typical Madonna fashion to do a new song. And not so much the old songs. So even though she did she did like a prayer, um, uh, open your heart with CeeLo. It was it was a lot. I meant to look at other people. But I was in like a Beyonce mode and I looked at um I went from like Destiny Child to Beyonce and I was in like oh Beyonce's voice during that Destiny Child part on the Super Bowl. I was like, I have to go listen to it again. It's so beautiful. Um Beyonce's I really enjoyed Beyonce's I really enjoyed the Dustin Child part. How did I get here? Oh, we talking about the Super Bowl? I really enjoyed the Dustin Child part. Um, I really I remember that excitement feeling with Kelly when Michelle popped up, and then Kelly popped up, and then Beyonce strutted over. Oh my god! The excitement, the like, adoration, the love that I have for Dustin Child. Oh, uh, that was the best part. Honestly, that was the best part. Like, I really... Love on Top was pretty good. And then the Destiny Child part was good. And the She Ended With Halo was r- really, really good. Who had the best performance? Maybe Beyonce? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to go there. But we're going to see. Um, The Golden Globes. So, somebody said the Golden Globes. I told you guys last week, a couple weeks ago the golden globes were canceled well they were canceled but somebody said um i i thought it was it was something behind the scenes so i ended up being like not enough diversity and enough people behind the scenes and a diverse movement like to put it on that's what i kind of gathered somebody else said because of covid but i don't i don't believe that because I'm sure the Oscars are gonna have. I'm sure the Oscars are, is gonna pop off this year. You guys don't think so? I don't know. But anyways, but, uh, the Golden Globes came out. Well, the <laughs> the, the email came out <laughs> about who the text messages, uh, the IG live uh, came out about who um, who won, and one of the winners was MJ Rodriguez from Pose. She won her first Golden Globe. Fantastic. Until you think about, you know, the fact that she wasn't able to actually give a speech. And I'm like, this is horrible. This is horrible. Like, how terrible is this? Um, I don't like that. I think she should have been able to give a speech. As the first transgender woman to ever win a Golden Globe, I think it was, that makes me sad. It's like, uh, all these great things always happen, but then, you know, there's always that one part that is like, oh, well, she wasn't able to give an actual speech. She wasn't able to, you know, get glammed up. Her personality is a little extra, but she wasn't able to like give a speech and I'm like, well, she gave a, she gave an IG live speech, but I'm like, ugh, nobody cares about that. We want a like proper speech, like, why didn't they put the Golden gloves on? See, I, it's so dirty. You never went when you're playing dirty. It's so dirty of them for doing that. Billie Eilish won for best song. I think her song was for, like, the new um, James Bond movie. Um, What's next? It wasn't televised. And they just, like, brought it out. It's ridiculous. So, Mary M. Crosby. I'm going to tie this in with the Andrew Caldwell update. Well, let's just get to the update. So, the Andrew Caldwell update is in St. Louis, I guess because of uh, the Omicron variant, they have shut down um, in-person judge cases or whatever. So, everything's on Zoom. So, his... Was it canceled? I think it was canceled. What did I write it down? Yeah, it was canceled today. His trial date, his um hearing or whatever was canceled today, but his trial date for his misconduct, um, this kind of, what did I say? Oh, disorderly conduct and his assault charge is for uh, February 28th. And from what I'm hearing, well, from what he said, I believe he said somebody I guess it was a store owner or I mean an associate, like a clerk or somebody, called him an F a fag or something, and then proceeded to hit him with the basket (laughs) Okay, hold on (laughs) I don't think i ever thought about it, but the. <laughs> okay, I never, I never thought about it. Nor have I ever actually said it out loud. I just can't. I can't. They hit him with the bat. They called him a fag or something, and hit him with the basket. And so he has some kind of... Whatever he did. I don't know what he did. Well, he assaulted the person. Allegedly. Oh, I don't say allegedly. He probably did. Okay, so Mr. Caldwell is mentally insane. Mentally unstable. He really has a mental problem, right? Um, he has a lying problem. He's a scamming problem. He thinks he's a pastor. He's always using the... um. The scripture, oh crap, I said it earlier. Don't touch my prophets and do my prophets no harm. Um, I said it earlier, dang it. There's a first part I'm missing. It's like, don't touch my leaders or something and do my prophets no harm. I'm going to tie that back into Mary M. Crosby. So, Mary M. Crosby, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago. I went in a little bit on her a couple of weeks ago from The Real House of Salt Lake City. If you're not watching it, please watch it. It's very entertaining. <laughs> um, she didn't show up to the um reunion that they taped this past week. And I am stunned. I was like, wait, what? So, her cousin. What's that sound? Her cousin did an um, interview, right? Did I read it? Yeah, her cousin did an interview with this lady, and he talked about her having an affair with Cameron, the guy that who passed away, who's been on the show exposing her. Now, this season, um, this season of Salt Lake City, I believe, was supposed to be like a Mary takedown, um, or expo- expose. I don't want to say takedown, uh, expose of Mary M. Crosby, Crosby, and her scamming in the church as a um pastor. And just so happened, Jen Shaw, legal cases, that stuff came up. So it became like a two for one deal. But so she's being like exposed, um, especially by her by her cousin. Her and her cousin said her son is uh, selling drugs, he's barely 18, I think he just turned 18, or he's turning 18, Um, the judge is saying her son needs to go, I, I don't know, I would need proof of this part, because he doesn't look like a drug dealer, but she, he said he's selling drugs, it's either going to the military, or go to jail, because um, his mom didn't want him going to some, like, Rehab place or something in California. That part, see, yeah, the that part seemed most confusing and sketchy. So I would need um proof, but um, he said Mary is illiterate. She didn't graduate from high school. She had an, an open affair ish with um Cameron. Cameron, uh, yeah, it it got a little vulgar. But Mary, so Mary didn't show up. Do my prophets no harm? But what if your prophets are harming people? Right? I remember, like Mary, you know, scamming these people in in this cult that she's basically built, scamming these people to give her money. Paying, you know, paying for crazy stuff. I think she said, "Um, Cameron and her went." Cameron said that they went to Dubai and New York on like little vacations. Um, what if your prophets are doing harm? I remember my grandmother. We went uh, my, at my grandmother's church about oh shoot, here we go, fifteen years ago. Oh my goodness, at this church here. Or in a, in, a, in a city adjacent, a couple cities over, the pastor—wait, <laughs> I'm about to tell y'all some business. The pastor was found out for stealing from the church—wait, oh shoot, I think I'm messing it up. But I think he was stealing from the church, basically— And they had, like, this—I remember it like it was yesterday. They had this, like, big meeting. Church was basically canceled. I think we went outside, or we were, like, in the car. We were like, thank God, because, oh, my God, go to church every Sunday. It was exhausting. But anyways, we went outside— they had like a little meeting in the church. We come like back and we well, I don't think we found out, but we, what ended up having was the, the pastor, they had to, they said, we would like you to leave. And, um, should I say his name? <laughs> wait, okay, wait. So I'm gonna give you some more craziness. They were like, we wanted to leave. And because you're over here stealing stuff. And so they kicked him out. Fast forward to about three, five, six years ago, one of the members' husband has died. Um, so she's a widower. Her husband died. She somehow falls in love with this pastor that has stolen money. They have rebuilt another church. Somewhere in this city. I don't know where it is. But they rebuild another church. I see them all the time at my job. <laughs> they don't know it's me. They don't know I know who they are. <laughs> They're messy ways. So yeah, she's... She was at the church. She went, She was going to that church. Going to the church when he was stealing money. I think she was like a... deaconess ass or something. Or something, I don't know. But yeah... Crazy how life works. I screamed when I learned that information. But anyways, what if your pastors are doing harm? What if your leaders are doing harm to the people? Um, I kind of feel like, is that a part of, you know, what the white people rewrote the Bible? Is Maybe that, maybe that that part's a part of that. Because if you're people like, um, what's his name? Joel Osteen and tons of other pastors who have done crazy things in the church in the church, um, to the church, to the sheep that they're supposed to be shepherding. What do you do? You're supposed to call it out. As a human, I'm calling it out. As a human, you know, people are going to call it out and people are going to say something. And I feel like there's not really a consequence. It's not like you like, I don't think when people are Calling people out, calling pastors and leaders of the churches out, they're lying. I definitely don't believe that. I feel like there's always evidence. There's always an actual thing. There's not really allegations. It's always actual, you know, factual stuff that people get called out for. So I don't really know what that part of the... Maybe I should go look in the Bible, read the part of the Bible and see what that means. But I really don't think that necessarily... um Fits for maybe even today, uh, so yeah, Miriam Crosby shouldn't show oh Mary, so she didn't show up to the reunion, and I think she's out for the season, uh, she's out of the show, which you know Mary's entertaining, but Mary also I don't think, like I said, Mary doesn't really fit in with these women, uh, yeah. She doesn't fit in that well. She's always like the odd man out. She does absolutely crazy stuff. She wears absolutely crazy stuff. She talks down to the people around her, to the women also. <laughs> it's weird. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Um, but I think you know she didn't want to face the music as to you know the. Extensive rumors and the extensive information that's come out about her church and about what she's done to the church and to the people of her church. Also, what kind of leader? What kind of leader? What I'm just like, what kind of person follows, you know, Andrew Caldwell? who wants to be a pastor or of this fake pastoring. Like, why aren't we looking at the people that we look up to with a fine-tooth comb? Like, Cosby, Crosby, she uh, married her grandmother's husband <laughs> and had a child with him. If that's not a red flag... I'm not looking up to nobody who's married their grandmother's husband. I'm not looking up to somebody who is always bashing, you know, homosexuals and prostitutes and whores online like Andrew Caldwell does. I'm not looking up to someone who's so nasty and then blames it on people being nasty to them or them thinking that they're a celebrity like Andrew Caldwell does. I find it so weird. I don't know. Just <sighs> anyways, I'm going to take a quick a quickie and I'll be back. I want to talk about Alicia Keys. Ooh, some uh, some good some good some good moments with Alicia. Miss Alicia. Yes, I've been burned. But I call it a lesson learned. My soul has returned. So I call it a lesson learned. So the song of this week. Please go check this song out. Please go check this song out. Please go check this song out. It's Alicia Keys. From her As I Am album. And the song is called Lesson Learned. Oh my god. So somehow. Something was going on. This past week with Alicia and Craig. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it was two weeks ago because I think I had, like, saved it. And then I went back and listened to um, Craig Seymour's. Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> I talk about him a lot. He's a um, music journalist. Uh. He, he put, like, together a playlist. He used to have, like, a podcast. Or I think he still does. It might just be on pause or something. But anyway, so he put um, together a little playlist of his, like, favorite Alicia Keys songs. And so I was like, okay, let me go listen to this. I clicked lesson learn. And I almost fell out. I was like, oh, uh. My God, this is like a gem of a gem of a gem. This song, her vocals. First of all, the the chords. Ding, ding. Like the beginning chords is sort of throughout the song. The chords remind me so much of Sandcastles by Beyonce off of her Lemonade album. And I'm like, did they steal this from Alicia? Because it really, it literally sounds the same um but i was just like floored her vocals it touched my soul and it continues to touch my soul like i didn't know alicia keys had this in her like yes alicia isn't the best vocally all the time i think even now watching her perform this past year i think all that straining has kind of got to her to the where she's now like even like the way she sings now is a little different. Like she looks like she looks weird <laughs> singing. <laughs> like her teeth are like stuck out and she's just like I don't know whatever. Um, but yeah, she's not one hundred percent vocal. She's she's a decent vocalist, but you know so her going into the her higher range is not always the greatest. I feel like maybe she needed like voice lessons or she's straight away from her voice lessons and she's just trying to hit notes and it just doesn't always come out good or look good or sound good. But this vocal, oh my gosh. I realized I'm an, I'm an Alicia Keys fan, but I don't know a lot about Alicia Keys. And I think that's on Alicia Keys' part. Like, I've never really delved into her. Like, I have this past... A week or so and i never really like noticed like she i don't i don't like growing up you know you listen to if i ain't got you and then um no one came out and teenage love affair and um try sleeping with a broken heart and all these other great amazing songs but it's not like I sat and watched a ton of Alicia Keys interviews, or learned about her backstory. One thing I did learn, was it shocked the fuck out of me, I don't know if it shocked me, or I was just like extremely surprised, or I just didn't realize that Alicia Keys is biracial. She's a biracial girl. I didn't. I didn't realize she was a biracial woman. I thought she was black, right? Her mom is white. Her dad is black. Um, she had this like thingy um this thingamabob tell let me tell you my life story on her um YouTube page and it's on premium so I'm not sure if everybody can watch it. I know I guess if you have YouTube premium you can watch it. I do. <laughs> no ads over here, baby. Um so I watched it and at first she was talking about her mom. Well, okay, let's just talk. Her mom was a single parent. I guess she knew. She didn't seem like she didn't know how to raise a black child like Mariah's mom. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. 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 Uh, I don't want to write this incorrectly. Alicia Keys <laughs> was unexpected. Her mother had been dating around, <laughs> so she had to piece together uh, what date and what month or whatever, what man she had been with, and so I believe her mother said she's going to get, Ew. they were talking in codes too, like at least she talks in codes, her mother was talking a little bit in code. She was like, I want to go get an abortion and I decided not to because something happened or something. It was weird, but at the end of the day, she wanted to go get an abortion and she didn't get the abortion. Um, she thought, at like, when Alicia was like six, she thought um the man who, who was her father. She thought they were going to be in a relationship and be a family, but he decided to go back to his ex girlfriend, and she was crushed. Um, I think his her father was like, "I wasn't really ready to be be a father," so I think you know he just basically abandoned her. She never. I don't think she really got into like being a fatherless child. I don't know if that really. Affected, I'm sure it affected her, but I don't think she got into it. Um. What else? I was really shocked about that. Uh, This man named Conscious. I think Conscious is his name. Conscious. He, she was talking in code about him. But basically, they were together. They were in a relationship. He protected her in her early part of her career. They produced music, wrote music. Um... And then people were, like, industry people were, quote, unquote, telling him, you need to, like, stay in the background. And so he was like, okay, I'll just stay in the background and fade away. And, you know, we're done. Um... Yeah, those are the only really fascinating parts about her little YouTube premium documentary, whatever, whatever, whatever. Her little boy is so cute. I think his name is Genesis. He's so cute. She has two kids with Swiss Beats, who she allegedly has the perfect marriage with. (laughs) He was like, we got communication on lock. We got love on lock. We got, what else did he say? goals on like it was just like oh okay i don't know y'all had the perfect marriage they are such a weird looking couple like they are so odd maybe that's why i don't really care because she's never been that fat least alicia, alicia keys is not that fascinating to me alicia keys is like deep on a different level and i'm not in that level and Um, she's half like, I think her's mostly, she's mostly like a dirty backpack singer, but with, she has a pop culture, pop culture, pop cultural appeal, or she's made to be a pop cultural appeal. I didn't realize how successful Alicia Keys was, but then I looked at the charts again this time and. The saying something different, but I didn't realize how successful Alicia Keys was until I think like 10 years ago at this point. I was like, oh, let me look at Alicia Keys. And I looked at, you know, sold out tours, this amount of records sold. I thought she had more number ones than I thought that she does, but I guess not. Um, But yeah, like I said, Alicia Keys is really boring. Maybe that's why I don't really i've never really gravitated to her on a like personal level her music i guess if you think about it she has a lot of sad music but then like her albums you know every artist is like this is my best body of work this is my most personal body of work and it's like she said that with the diary of Alicia keys she's like the diary of Alicia keys i was able to open up a little bit more and let you into my thoughts and my diary then i think it was like as i am like she has such like these strong titles that kind of contradict the this is my most personal album but it's like okay i kind of get it Because, you know, of course, we all can grow so many times and change and think about so many things throughout the years and throughout our lives. But it's like, damn, girl, the element of freedom as I am. And then her last project, I believe, was called Keys. I'm just like, this is my most personal and (sighs) whatever, girl. Anything else I want to talk about? Miss Bumblebee, Miss Boring. Except, yeah, her. Oh, her and the Swiss. They knew each other in high school, and she he was trying to like get at her, but I think she was a lesbian. I think. It's Alicia Keys, a lesbian. That's like the biggest like. <laughs> if you if you search on Twitter, Alicia Keys, lesbian, thousands upon thousands of tweets are gonna come up, and it is absolutely hilarious. Um, that Alicia Keys is a low key lesbian, but anyways. The, yeah, I was shocked that they knew each other When they were teens He tried to get at her She was like, no um, She has the perfect marriage She's boring to me Yeah, I think that's what it is But this song, Lesson Learned Is pretty incredible Also, she did this like little B-side Thing last year Or 2020 or um, she did, like, these hidden, you know, fa- fan favorites are not always popular, not always played songs um, from each album, except for Girl on Fire. She did the first, like, three or four albums. Uh, and that was a pretty interesting experience. She has a ton of pianos. I didn't know there were so many fucking pianos in the world. She has a ton of pianos. She's going around playing and singing and... Uh, yeah, it was it was interesting, it would have been qu- uh, she kind of did with like, you know, the rarities from Mariah and what I think Madonna is kind of on the train of doing I want some fries, I'm hungry um <laughs> anyways um but yeah, go listen to this song, this song is such it touched my soul and like I said, it continues to touch my soul when I listen to it <laughs> It's the vocal, like her vocal, Her, she sounds like she's about to cry almost. Then she gets like rejoiceful. John Mayer's on the song. I feel like he he doesn't really fit on this soulful, reflective, emotional, heart-wrenching song. This gutter song. This song is so amazing. Oh, she did this song live, um, but it wasn't that impressive when she did like the little b-sides but yeah go, go please go check this song out i love this song um i think that's all i want to talk about this week thank you so much for listening to the dare show podcast uh you can follow me on instagram at my love money tonight you can check out all of the past year's podcasts on uh, youtube also on spotify i'm on apple Music. like i'm on anchor i'm on everywhere um Thank you so much for listening, and we'll come back next week and talk about some more stuff. Uh, yeah. Actually, so want that one? Okay. Or uh, who are we making cookies for, Boo? The whole family.